Successfully Unstuck is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Jojo, created to help successful people who feel stuck move forward to pursue a path of feeling whole and excited. Let's get moving. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are here this week talking about how you should surround yourself with people who see you and This came to mind because I know that my life was really propelled forward by people who saw things in me that I didn't see in myself yet um, in school and in work. So today I have my friend Hannah Ashenden here with us from England. We get to enjoy her beautiful accent and start to understand how surrounding yourself with people who see you is so important. And before we get into that, I just want you to know that in the show notes, we will have a link to Hannah's Facebook group, Spiritual High Achievers Living Life on Their Terms. And Hannah, do you want to tell us a little bit about your group before I start asking you a thousand questions? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, I'm sitting here smiling and realizing no one can see my face. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, so Spiritual High Achievers is a really, really special group. I started it because I wanted to, I wanted to have a place for people who really believe that there was more to their life and needed to know how to make that happen. Um, I always attract people who are into the spiritual and the woo-woo and I like to talk a lot about how to marry that and the practical because a lot of people, I think there's still a little bit of um, confusion around, you know, things like law of attraction, energy, that kind of stuff. And so I really like to kind of do a lot of myth busting in that area and help people understand how it really is just all the same. And, And, you know, we really can, find that spiritual side of us and marry it with the practical to create a life that is just beyond anything we ever dreamed of so um spiritual high achievers is is your pathway to doing that it's a really supportive wonderful group of people and i'm in there a lot sharing all of the things that i teach in my coaching programs so um so yeah come join us you're very welcome anybody it's really really wonderful to have you yes and so the link will be in the notes and i have one more question just about limiting beliefs because we did a 20 minute phone call I think it was but you were so yeah (laughs) you were amazing and I think in like seven minutes like you had (laughs) changed the direction of my life so can you just um, describe what your goal is when you initially have these 20 minute phone calls yeah thank okay so the 20 minute phone calls are they're so much fun. I love, I love putting, we had fun. We had fun. And I'm sure it was more than 20 minutes because we were having fun. We had so much fun. I think we did the belief shift in seven and then just started chatting because it was so lovely. Yes. (laughs) So tell um, the listeners what the belief shift is. So the belief shift call, the purpose of that is to help us get to the very root of where somebody's limiting belief is, because if uh, it can be really hard to, and I think we'll be talking about this a lot today anyway, but it's really hard to see your own stuff, right? Sometimes you can, you can be standing there in front of the mirror and still not understanding why it is you're sabotaging yourself in a particular way. So having that mirror and that opportunity to just talk a little bit. And as people are talking, I get a sense of where they're coming from 
what their energy is like, you know, what they're kind of maybe a little bit about their past. And it just helps me create a picture where I can show them which buttons to press to unlock that limiting belief. It's normally way, way, way more simple than we think, but just having that framework and somebody there to hold space for you and ask you questions um, is, you know, helps us get to the root of the problem really quickly. And I quite like the 20 minute thing because it's a bit of a challenge for me as well. (laughs) Keeps me on my toes. Um, But there's, you know, there's really a lot that we can do in that amount of time. So I came up with the idea because it was initially um, off the back of an interview that I did in a big group where we met, right, in the the unicorn group. Um, And so we just thought of something fun to offer people after that interview. And then I just got really into them. I got addicted to doing them because everyone was like, I want one. I don't want one. Um, So now it's just something that, you know, I offer if if somebody wants to message me and say I want a belief shift call, then I offer free 20 minute belief shift calls. And then we we go from there. But it just gives you that doorway into. Oh, well, if I say into your potential, it sounds really corny, but it kind of is because we need to. (laughs) It's so hard not to use those words. I know. I don't want to be stereotypical about it, but but it really is like there's there's a whole load of potential sitting there behind that limiting belief. And if we understand where it's come from, then we've got the keys to start unlocking it and, and opening the dam. And then life just shifts. Everything shifts because you don't see yourself through that same lens. The belief is basically a pattern of thoughts and behaviors and feelings that we've been practicing over and over and over for for years, sometimes for decades. And so then when we do take that lens off, you literally see yourself in a completely different way. And that for me is the most exciting thing because it is opening up a a Pandora's box of treasures, um, you know, that, that were there all along, but we didn't realize that they were. So I, they're super fun. So if anyone is listening to this and would like to do a free belief shift session, then just message me, <laughs> send me a message on Messenger and we'll, we'll set that up. It'd be really lovely. Awesome. Awesome. That's perfect. Um, because my next question is just thinking about how it's strange and actually kind of sad that sometimes we need people to see us and we need people, not everyone, but I needed it. (laughs) I needed someone to tell me that I was special until I realized that I'm special. So I'm not knocking anyone down who needs that, but have you, were you in that situation where there were people around you who saw things in you um, with the music or the coaching or whatever, it could be parenting Mm -hmm. that you didn't see in yourself? Totally, totally. And I think, you know, it's, you're right, it's so easy to knock it and feel like we, you know, because we're all in the personal development world, we hear that, you know, we need to love ourselves and happiness comes from within and we have the resources, everything that we need inside us, which is true. But no one is taught like that yet yet I'm on, I'm on a mission to right. change the next the next generation you know if we can teach our kids differently then this will all start to change but what happens is that we're not taught how to love ourselves we're not taught how to be resourceful in the emotional capacity that we need in order to be completely emotionally self-sufficient it's a difficult thing to do and and even if you know how to do it it can be you know we're human beings we have things that challenge us and and make us doubt ourselves and we have things that we want to take on and grow which will naturally lead to questions and doubts so I don't think anyone is supposed to be perfect in this Um, but I think that you know we've had many many generations where we haven't been taught how 
to love ourselves fully. Most people don't even really know what that is. They they think it might be a little bit of self care, but you know, which is a good start, <laughs> good way in. That's another. <laughs> but not the whole story um and so when we understand what actually embracing the whole of us actually means what that really feels like again it is a very different world that we're living in but until we understand how to do that it is perfectly normal and perfectly okay to need that mirror the other thing I would say is that actually it's always okay because we're not supposed to be an island we're not you know we're here as a community of, of human beings on this earth, you know, we're supposed to uplift and support each other. You're not supposed to be a robot doing everything by yourself. So it's it's great to have community and it's great to have people lifting us up. And sometimes we do need those people to just shine that, that mirror, that favorable mirror at us until we can learn it ourselves. It's like, you know, with a kid learning to do anything, you give them that positive reinforcement, they'll try it, they'll fall down and you went, yay, you did it, you tried it. And they're like, oh, oh, trying is good. Okay, I'll do it again. So that's just, that is a natural part of supporting each other lovingly. Um, and I absolutely had that, I, I needed that. I was a real perfectionist. I was really hard on myself. Um, and I had a lot of, I think, potential that other people saw both in the music world and in the coaching world. Um, and I kept hearing this world, this word potential, potential, potential. I was like, okay, there's something there. Obviously somebody's seeing something that I don't see. So, you know, then that was my own personal journey to figure out how to make the most of that potential for me. And I had some amazing teachers um, in the music world and I had some amazing coaches once I began a coach myself, began to be a coach myself. And I was always looking for, this is, I'm sure we'll get onto this as well, but always looking for mentors that, that inspired me and pushed me. I needed that. You know, That's so scary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is. Like, the coach I work with at the moment is, is like, she's, her progress is terrifying. It's so inspiring. So amazing. And she's just like, the minute you get comfortable, just, just try something else. Do, do it before you're ready do it before you're ready and that's something that I've learned to to put into practice um in the last couple of years is doing it before you're ready you know just when you think oh okay I'll just settle a little bit and enjoy this this voice comes in my head it's like no do the next thing <laughs> like oh god really but it's amazing because it teaches you that you're capable of absolutely anything and even like this is a slightly off tangent example, but I was in the gym before we were talking and <laughs> I was pretty tired because I haven't been a lot since I got COVID over Christmas. And then I went on a retreat last week and we weren't allowed to exercise. It was totally the opposite, right? We wow. had to go. Yeah, we went deep, deep, deep inside. It was amazing and also very stretching. Um, so I went back to the gym today and I was like, oh God, this is really, really taxing. Put some music on and I put some really tribal, primal beats on and it just shifted me into a different state and I kind of got a whole other set out that I didn't think I was going to get done and I'm having trouble remembering what my point was but I think it was yes that was it it was that it was that you're there is always more room for growth there's always more room for more we don't necessarily realize that it that it's there until we push ourselves forward and go for it um but like the music for me it's okay to need resources. It's okay to stick your uh, headphones yes, yes, yes. Put something on that's like going to get you back in that zone and just give you that little bit more gas that you needed. Um, and I think people who support us and see us and see our light and see our potential can do that for us. Just when you're slowing down and you think, oh, I don't know how much more there is in me and in whatever <laughs> field you're in, to have somebody be like, just 
just go for it. Just do one more thing or try this or try doing it a different way. So I don't think there's anything wrong with needing that sometimes. You know, we all have our limits, our, our limiting beliefs, our limits of energy, um, and having other people to question that for us lovingly is really a fantastic and beautiful resource that's why I love coaching I think everybody could benefit from coaching and coaches absolutely need coaches like everybody should have that person cheering them on on the sidelines and yes you have to be your own biggest advocate too of course you have to learn how to do it for yourself but you also don't have to carry the whole thing right right so what are some of the things if you can remember like I have a few things that people said to me that stayed with me and because I trusted them like they were good to me I knew they weren't using me I knew they loved me they were healthy and they opened doors for me it made me think oh it must be true so are there any statements that people said to you and at any time in your life that stayed with you and helped you continue to move forward that's a really good question. I'm having trouble remembering words, but I can see faces. I can see faces of people that have encouraged me to do, to keep doing what I've been doing at each stage. Um, the, the One of the biggest ones in music was a teacher inviting me to come out and study with him in Switzerland. And that to me, this guy was pretty, pretty well known internationally. And for me, that was just like it was a dream come true that said to me you're you're worthy of this person's time and that means that you've got something that you need to make good use of um also most recently on the other end of the the time scale was my coach saying to me a little while ago um that I was I was saying that I was feeling like I should I should is such a bad word I know I know <laughs> I, I ban all of my clients from using the word shit <laughs> And now I was with her going, oh, but, you know, I feel like I should have been faster. And she was like, hold on a second. This was like probably about a year ago. She's like, you quit your job six months after committing properly to your business. Like you are now full time doing this properly. Like but I was trying to balance music and coaching for another company and all of these things, you know, that I was living in that kind of one day syndrome. Like I'll, I'll go full time when I've got enough clients, when I've got enough this, when I've got enough that. And I realized that I wasn't taking that leap into committing full, fully to myself and to the business and the lifestyle that I wanted to create. So I did it and I did my first ever launch for my group coaching program and I got like eight people sign up and it was all, you know, everything was kind of going smoothly, but I was saying to myself, I should have done this faster because I felt in my head, like I'd been at it since the very beginning of time, since, you know, I'd, I'd been coaching for a decade. So in my head, I was comparing myself to, you know, this has taken me 10 years she was like, dude, this has taken you six months. <laughs> right. That's really fast. And so that for me, having, again, having her perspective, having somebody else step back and go, you've done a huge amount, something that other people would absolutely kill to do in a short amount of time. And that is success was really important for me to hear because I needed to realize that that's what was happening. So yeah, those those two things, those are kind of tail ends of the, the last 20 yes, years. Yes, it's awesome. I, I love it because it's both. And you know, I'm a dancer and mm. a coach. I don't know where I'm going to end up. And it's so exciting. I just love seeing people pursue what they love. But you also could have not left your job. There could have been no six months. 
totally at all. And if um, your coaches, who I, I'm assuming it is, then you see that like you can't compare yourself to her. <laughs> she's really really phenomenal um also friends I'm just thinking of other people that have supported me in this journey I've made amazing friends you know I would you and I were just saying that Facebook's incredible for that you know if, of course it can it's got both sides of the equation hasn't it it's also been lovely to not be anywhere near it in the last week yes. <laughs> but I've met some incredible people yourself included in that medium and they're such such dear friends and you know one of them in particular my friend Sarah has just cheered me on from day one and you know having people around us who believe in us who know us pretty intimately you know I I tell her pretty much everything (laughs) is really important and really special too Um, we need to have those people who um, connect with us on an emotional level and and encourage us to keep going I think that's so important um so and they say don't they that you're kind of is it that you're the the average of like the five people that you spend most time with certainly in her but also in mindset and I I really do think that is true because we we share energy and we share mannerisms and values and if we're surrounding ourselves with people who are constantly uplifting us and drawing us forward and giving us that gentle push then our whole environment is supportive and cultivating something that is moving in the direction of what we want and on the flip side if we're hanging around with with people who are not doing that for us or even expecting less for themselves which it can feel really harsh it can feel like you're you're cutting people off just because they want different things from you but actually if you're going and spending every weekend with people who are you know really kind of just happy where they are but but not really wanting any growth and it's different from the growth that you want that can be really detrimental and really dangerous actually to spend time around that because you either fall back into those patterns and you and you start speaking that language and you you kind of get back into that groove or you're spending a lot of energy filtering what they're saying and going oh I love them but no no I'm going to keep thinking positively right <laughs> it's really exhausting and so then yes. it's pulling you in two different directions so I think being picky with who you surround yourself with is is very important and and can be a difficult decision to make but one of the best ones that you can make for yourself yes and I think that being selective about who you spend your time with or who you even <clears throat> share your dreams and goals with especially yeah. in a growing phase right Like, I feel like I'm definitely like in a growing phase and I I think I'm at the point now where I'll just say whatever, like, you know, as far as what I want to do. And it doesn't matter to me if somebody's like, that's not practical or they don't Mm -hmm. think that I'm able, but you just made me think of how your flame can be doused or your energy will be used in the wrong direction. If you are even filtering, like you're strong and you can reorganize those thoughts, but who wants to spend their energy doing that? Right. Just because of what somebody else has said or what? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so with you there. And I've become way more careful with who, who I share my dreams with. You know, I think it was Jerry Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks's husband, Jerry, who said once, you know, don't, don't share your idea with anybody until you're ready to execute it. (laughs) (laughs) Because the thing is that you, and again, like, yes, you want to be sure about your, your aspirations and your dreams. And yes, we shouldn't let anybody else's comments get to us. But like you say, when you're in that growth stage, when you're in that very, 
sensitive seedling stage of like oh the, the idea is new and it excites you and it makes you feel like a slightly different person and it's like oh it all feels like this and then but all it takes is one person to be like <laughs> that's a stupid idea because you haven't practiced it long enough you haven't started taking action and you don't have results yet to quote unquote prove to the world that it's going to work now you don't need results to prove that it's going to work because you're the person that you have to convince. And of course, then law of attraction and momentum will bring that on. However, it's so much harder to do when you've got people going, so where are you going to get the money from? And how are you going to find out? You know, it's just like, no, keep it to yourself (laughs) until you're short, until you're on the flipping plane, (laughs) until, until you've quit your job. And then it's too late. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm doing it, you know, I'm doing it and it's happening. And at that point, you're probably only going to share it with the people that are supportive of you anyway, because you'll already be surrounding yourself with those types of souls. Um, so yeah, I think anybody who's in that phase themselves, it's okay. Oh, that's another thing. <laughs> we, I was going to say, it's okay to keep it to yourself. I think that we feel obliged to share things with others. <laughs> Oh, it's my mom. She loves me. She'll support me. Oh, but if I don't tell my boyfriend, then, you know, I'm hiding something from him. That's not the case. You are not obliged to share every single thought and idea and inspiration with those closest to you because they might not be on that wavelength. It's all right to wait until you're a little bit more solidified. I think that feeling of oversharing is maybe searching for validation. Maybe some of us need it to, you know, have somebody be like, yeah, cool, go for it. But if they don't, that's dangerous to your self-esteem. So yeah, I'm so with you there. In that growth period, just keep it to yourself and then find those people who are on the same mission and can support you and then share it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we are going to wrap up for today come back next week so that we can talk more with Hannah because we are going to hopefully hear about what she's doing next or what great ideas she has. It's so important to know who you're surrounding yourself with and and keep in mind the people that have encouraged you so that you can be that person too. So Hannah, I'm looking forward to having you again and thank you for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Jojo. It's been amazing to be with you. Yes, we'll see you all next week. This is Micah, producer of Successfully Unstuck with Jojo, thanking you for listening and growing with us. Successfully Unstuck is not only a podcast, but a community of high achievers who want to use the creativity to surpass obstacles and live a more fulfilling life. Level up yours and start making an impact on others. Join the Successfully Unstuck Facebook community and start sharing your wins. We are rooting for you. This is Micah, signing off.